CrossFit has been part of the fitness industry for a little while now. You might have heard of it before, you might have even tried it before. And just like anything, it comes with its pros and its cons. I'll be honest, I've not taken a chunk of time to really dedicate to CrossFit just yet. I see it potentially happening in the near future or the distant future perhaps, but I do wanna go through some of the things to look out for, especially if you've not tried it before, as I think it's really worth knowing the pros and cons before you do get into it, especially if it's something you want to commit to long term. So we're going to get started with the pros. I'm going to go through three for each side and I'd be keen to hear if you've got any to add. So always feel free to just drop me a message, whether you agree with my points, whether you disagree with my points or whether you've just got more to add. I'm always keen to hear from you. So let's get started with the cons. So number one is that the programming within classes can often be a one size fits all approach. So something that I learned over the years of being a gym floor trainer and doing fitness classes is that every single body is different and also trying to coach more than one or two people at a time can be very challenging, especially if you want to be very particular about technique and ensure that technical execution is to the highest standard. So the issue that I sometimes have with CrossFit is that it is just a one size fits all. It's not tailored for the individual. It's this is the workout and you have this criteria in order to complete it. And that's all it pretty much is. If you go through some of the workouts that a lot of the CrossFit athletes are doing right now, whether it's just doing it recreationally or whether they're doing it professionally. I think I saw one yesterday where it was like a hundred deadlifts and burpees over the bar and you do it for 10 minutes. And don't get me wrong, that could be a really effective workout and quite enjoyable, maybe not enjoyable, uh, but for some of the athletes and they might thrive off that. However, for the average person, doing deadlifts within a time frame is just going to promote poor form. And even if you're an athlete, it is going to promote poor form. Anything that's done with a high level of technicality under speed is asking for some challenges. So that's probably one of the first problems I have with it and one of the cons. The second ties into that, which is given the continuous intensity and technicality of the sessions, there's a much higher chance of injury or insufficient recovery. Once again, most of these workouts are designed for athletes who are training a few times a day, but then they're also recovering for the remainder of the day. Their job is to do CrossFit. Their job is to do mobility outside of their sessions, to fuel up, to sleep, basically to live life like an athlete. However, that won't be the case for the person who's doing CrossFit recreationally and then is going back to do their desk job, which could be super, super stressful, not to mention the poor posture they're sitting in all day. So the likelihood of injury is just going to be that little bit higher because most won't be able to give the same amount to their recovery as they do to those sessions. Number three is the slightly cultish side of the community. Just like any approach or way of life within the fitness industry, there's always a side of it that has those extreme people. You have it in the keto community, you have it in the vegan community, you have it in the intermittent fasting community, you have it in the bodybuilding community, in fact. You'll have this side of the community that is just very, very cultish. You know, you can only be part of the clan if you wear X clothes and you can only be part of the clan if you lift this amount and you can only be part of the clan if you show up to the gym this many times of the week. And there will be people who aren't quite as welcoming. I've certainly seen it in the past in bodybuilding communities when someone will come into the gym, they're just a recreational lifter, they're quite small, and then the bodybuilder will feel more entitled to the equipment than the random person who's just come in. And you have it within every community. And especially when you've got something that's so competitive, which is quite, can be ego driven because a lot of it's based on scores and times and being the fittest and the best 
rest. So there is always going to be that aspect and it is certainly present within the CrossFit community as well. So those are some of the cons that I recognize and now I want to transition onto the pros. The first one is that it's much more exciting than traditional resistance training. I think bodybuilding did an amazing job to give people a low barrier of entry into the gym. It's not super hard to do a bicep curl or a leg press. Don't get me wrong, there is technical aspects that we really need to consider. And you know, you, you've heard me speak before, you're highly aware of those. But at the same time, more or less anyone can enter a gym and be able to lift some weights and do the machines that are available. However, it does get a little bit monotonous after a while. I know some people love bodybuilding and they're super passionate about it through and through, but traditional resistance training for a lot of us can get quite boring quite quickly. And CrossFit just provides endless variety. There's a series of different movements, different styles of doing that movement, new equipment that we've never seen before. For example, the pegboard. I don't know if anyone's ever come across a pegboard, but one of my gyms in 2016 or 2017 had one and I was obsessed with it. I loved using it. It was such a challenge. It did mess up my shoulders a little bit and I didn't progress quite as much as I wanted to, but it was thoroughly enjoyable and way more exciting than just seeing a chest press machine, for example. So I think the novelty and the amount of different exercises it's brought to the table has been fantastic for a lot of people. And on that note is number two, is that it focuses on multiple modalities of training. You've got cardiovascular work, you've got resistance training work, you've got plyometric work, you've got coordination work, you've got everything that you could possibly think of within CrossFit. It's all about being the most well-rounded athlete. That's why they call it the fittest on earth. And it basically entails absolutely everything you could possibly think of. When we do look at, once again, bodybuilding, just resistance training, maybe a little bit of cardio. When we look at most sports, it's just a little bit of resistance training and cardio. That's a lie, actually. There's a lot of agility and there's a lot of coordination and stuff. But I was thinking of running, for example, which is a little bit technique-based, but is going to be predominantly just running and maybe a little bit of resistance training to support our muscle groups and then maybe some flexibility and mobility. I digress. It has a lot more than just one single modality of training and it almost has every single modality of training that you could possibly think of. And once again, that adds to not only the variety aspect, but it makes you a much more well-rounded athlete and probably a much more mobile and fitter and healthier version of yourself because you're not just training in one plane or doing one singular thing. You're moving in different ways. You are working on your agility, your flexibility. There's a big emphasis of immobility within the CrossFit community as well, probably because you wouldn't be able to do some of the movements if you didn't, but that's amazing. That's something that I don't think bodybuilding or any other type of training has really been able to center on aside from maybe yoga or Pilates. But CrossFit has managed to introduce mobility in a way that actually has people very interested in doing it. And has almost made it quite appealing as well, if I'm completely honest, with some of the mobility wads and the apps that they've got. I've even downloaded them in the past and they've been quite appealing. And number three, is a contradiction to what I just mentioned, which is the supportive aspect of the community. So just like the vegans, the intermittent fasters, the ketos, and the bodybuilding community, there is a lot of supportive people in there as well. For every extreme, you have the other side of it, which is the supportive element. And this can be a big factor of the CrossFit community as well. I've seen a lot of people welcomed into this world and it doesn't matter if you are the fittest person in the world or the youngest or the oldest or the 
whatever you are or identify as, you're usually accepted, which is an amazing thing. Because a lot of people have the issue with the gym that it's very singular focused. You go in with your headphones, you don't really chat or integrate with anyone. You go in, you train, you get out, and it's a very kind of singular based thing. That's my experience. I know a lot of people do chat and they make friends and they have a community. With me, I would say the case is I just go in, I keep my headphones in, I say hello to the people on reception, and I go about my business. Whereas when it's in a CrossFit, it's scenario because of most of it's done within classes and you're almost going through this torturous <laughs> workout together that builds a certain type of community that training on your own on the gym floor cannot do and i think that's a really really fantastic aspect and i think a lot of the people in crossfit love it so much because they've been able to meet some of their lifelong friends i'm sure there's been relationships and all types of stuff so that is my take on the pros and cons of crossfit i think the final pro that i do want to add is crossfit as a sport itself I've been talking from the perspective of you going to your local CrossFit gym and just trying it out. But what I absolutely love and I've watched documentaries on is the CrossFit games. It is fascinating. It's amazing to see people push themselves to that level. Those athletes at the top of their game, like Matt Fraser, who's obviously retired now, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, Tia Claire Toomey, Rich Froning, like these people are just the best of the best when it comes to fitness. And it's just incredible to watch. That's the one final pro that I wanted to add. But more from a broad perspective. So I hope that helps team. And my final message is that if it intrigues you, go and try it. You literally have nothing to lose. If you like it, you've just found something that's going to help you maintain your fitness for the long term. If you don't like it, at least you tried and at least you know. Take care team and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.